you son of a bitch. Look what you did. I got to turn you into scrap metal for this. Hey, I see your identification badge, please. Identification badge? Do not make any sudden moves. Sudden move? I'll give you a sudden move upside your head. What the hell is that? What is this, your worthless pile of junk, huh? Hey, look. I'm like you, you know? I work here. See? Huh? See that? Ah, oh, shit. I know you bastards are going to be trouble when they first brought you in here. Ah! 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 Thank you. Have a nice day. listening to they must be destroyed on site the following podcast contains adult language adult situations and spoilers for the movies discussed occur often you've been warned now take it away dr roush they must be destroyed on site And yes, indeed, it is They Must Be Destroyed on Site, episode 262. And I'm your host, Lee, a real candidate for prickhood, Russell. Uh, joined by my co-host is with the Moses, Lee, fuck the fuchsia, it's Friday, Hardy, how you doing? Fuck the fuchsia, it is Sunday, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. How are you today, Mr. Russell? Very- I'm doing very good. I'm uh, surrounded by friends, and we're talking about movies, so it's good stuff. Uh, we are joined by fellow podcaster who's been on the show many times. Gary, thank you. Have a nice day, Hill. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, uh, I'm alive, children, much like these uh, these things, this movie, you know. <laughs> All right. And joining us, uh, he's been on the podcast before, uh, Carrie. Let's send these fuckers a Rambo Graham McEwen. How you doing, sir? I'm even better now. That was one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. <laughs> that, that, that was just that was gold right there. Thanks for having me, man. I'm uh yeah. I'm looking forward. Good times. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, we are doing Chopping Mall from 1986 this time out. Uh kind of a favorite in our uh, little pool of acquaintances and friends and it's and, and all chopping like, mall yeah every movie is chopping mall these every days. movie is chopping mall it's basically just chopping mall i get it now i get it now yeah <laughs> yeah because carrie was not in the original screening that we had it was like what december 2021 or something like that that we did the original the screening of it i think and for whatever reason i just like i i assumed it was just like gonna be one of those really really bad movies but i was pleasantly surprised i guess you could say he's 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 been converted to the to the way um yeah yeah uh so we do have a bunch of comments here so we're gonna get through those first uh first off on facebook 
Charlie Chase says, my first horror movie. Our neighbor's mom put it on for us while eating lunch. I was the oldest. I was 10. My sister was five. The others were somewhere between us. Good times, she says. Yeah. This, this reminds me of the one podcast where they say they can watch it for you. <laughs> you have to. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like it, it wasn't <laughs> even close to being the goriest or scariest of horror movies. It was, no, but a five-year-old, I feel like someone's yeah. head blowing off is probably not something you should show. It, de- it, 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 it depends. Like, did did she put it on the VCR or was it on TV? There's a big difference there. <laughs> Said my wounds last forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, Court Sapp showed it. Um, but uh, and then we have this Gary Hill guy, first time commenter on the on the Facebook. Oh page, yeah, as far as I know, <laughs> I don't know this guy. Yeah, it says how much. How much gum could a douchebag chew if a douchebag could chew gum? <laughs> I was, it was funny. I was reading this. I'm like, I wonder if I could say this 10 times fast. Like, <laughs> oh. is, is that possibly referring to the guy in the movie? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Because that, that guy was, yeah, the gum chewing douchebag for sure. I, I, just, I just assume he's chewing on the same piece of gum the entire movie. And, and it's because, all like have food in it. And well, the way, and, and just, it wasn't even just like people, you can chew gum and just, like just, you know, chew some gum. But he had like that expression on his face kind of the whole time. It was like the, that weird toothy smile that, in, mm-hmm. that had the gum involved. It, yeah, that, that was just disturbing that guy he's, he's weird. He, he is creepy <laughs> i imagine even during coitus he was chewing that gum i'd imagine this would be yeah the thing. yeah you know? he's like blowing bubbles, bubbles during his orgasm stuff actually that explains why she didn't want oral sex from him like that that exp- i was i was trying to think like why would a woman not want oral sex unless you're either really bad at it or maybe she's afraid she's going to give gum in her vagina. That was one of my notes where it yeah. was like, yeah, she she doesn't allow that is what she said. I was like, w- w- okay, that's weird. Yeah, if, she, she, if she's not, if she's unshaven, you're going to get a bunch of hair down there. Yeah, she, she, she wanted the bubblicious grape and he was chewing some sort of minty thing or something. I don't know. You know. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, then we have some comments from uh, Twitter. And uh, these are all from fellow podcasters. So we have uh, Bobby Trippett from The Grind Bin. He said, uh, this is one of my the first movies I ever loved. Still a massive fan to this day. Only one original Killbot remains, belonging to a private collector in, I believe, New York. That's uh, ro- yeah, Robert Short only made uh, the three featured in the film. So when one blew up, it was really gone. They actually made five altogether. Three were functional. Two were like for like stand-in props that they could, you know, kind of move like puppets. Yeah. But that was about it. Um, and he said he brought one of the heads to a signing, and I've laid hands upon a killbot. I have lived, and what? I'm nice. I'm going to uh, share something right now with uh, the people here. Chrome tab. You gotta share bad. something with us. Yeah, so there's Bobby. And, oh, uh, that's so cool! Con- confirming he's a fan. He's got a little killbot here, uh, and he's got a chopping ball hat custom made. Nice. Chopping ball hat. Oh, that's badass! And then here's the remaining killbot right there. Uh, wow! Very cool. At least the head of it. <laughs> so, amazing, sir! Amazing. Yeah. Fucking Do you know awesome. how much it went for when the guy private buyer bought it? I have no idea. Uh, um, maybe, maybe pu- for Bobby. Pro- yeah. Probably not as much as you'd want it to have gone for, because I, I feel like uh, this, no, like, this is like a very no niche. Like I, I would, I would, I would want it to go for like a million bucks, but it probably went for like you know, twenty, thirty grand or something. I'm just curious to, to know. 
Yeah. For, so if Bobby when, knows, please let us know. Yeah, went, went for 50 bucks and a hand job for one of <laughs> Jim Wynorski's girlfriends or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for that, Bobby. That was cool. Um, then we have uh, Candace from the Bloody Bits Horror Show, and she says the burn death is the best one. Uh, and we'll get into that uh, when we get to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, and also from the Bloody Bits Horror Show, uh, Eddie the Axe. I didn't actually cut and paste his comment into the fuck. I'm an idiot. Um, but How he, but dare he, you? What are you but doing? He, <laughs> but he, he d- actually, I'm just going to go right to Twitter right now. Man, Lee's, Lee's is, new at this. It's okay. It's, it's very, it's very, uh, yeah, you as in 262 episodes in. Very, very hit or miss. Very hit or miss. You said they don't chop in the mall. They laser in the mall. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I made, uh, I made the, in the Facebook thing. What did, I, what did I suggest for the name of the movie? Robo laser gun. Fucking laser, laser robo death ball. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, um, th- thank you for those comments. And then we have Dirk Marshall from the VH Us podcast, and he says, "Which title do you like better for the film?" And I'm assuming he's only talking about chopping mall or killbots. But there's actually more titles for the film. So when we get into the actual discussion of the film. I'll list all the AKAs for this and then we'll vote on it. I think is, nice. is a good idea, but uh, uh, yeah. Um, thank you all for the comments and we can move on to what we've watched in the last little while. So I'll throw over to you first, Carrie. I found something by accident oh. and I, I told oh, yeah. Suzanne, Oh, <laughs> Carrie or Gary. I'm sorry. I, I, I said Carrie, but uh, you know, fuck Gary, get, get, not Carrie, Gary, Lee no. and Lee. Like what the fuck Lee? <laughs> hey, my, my camera. Go, go okay. for it, Carrie. I'm hey, sorry. I, I, hey, Hey, we're, we're going to get to the point where I have like our Daniel. And then I have Daniel Segura from the mustachioed podcast. on here. That is really going to be fucking. Trouble. So we'll have two Lee's Lee and, and two Daniels. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. They're tired. They're tired of hearing from me, so Carrie hit it, brother. You go All right, for it go, first. go ahead, Carrie. All right. Um, for first thing, I didn't even mention this earlier when Lee was asking what I want to talk about, but uh, I watched the Bob's Burgers movie. I love that. And movie. if you're a fan of that TV show, which it's an adult cartoon on Fox, it's like you know, adult being you know Simpsons or Family Guy level of a night, like adult cartoon. Anyway, um, the movie is absolutely fantastic like it, it's it, it's just such a it's perfect it, it's a ridiculous show but it's also so wholesome and just like so you love the characters so much and stuff and in the movie just it wasn't like super different from the tv show but just the animation had just this little bit more polish to it the shadows and stuff and everything just kind of looked a bit nicer and super highly recommended if you haven't seen that Cody mentioned, because we watched it together, Cody said that this could easily be like a three-part episode that they put out. More or less, and yeah. It, just because of how it worked. Because like, they have a few episodes like that, but that's that's basically what it felt like. It felt like a, a extended episode, and I loved it. That's why yeah. I loved it, though, because they didn't try to go so far from the story. And like you said, it's fucking wholesome. Like, it's, it's so, it's so well, family. Speaking of the splitting up thing, random tangent for a second, Family Guy did that with a direct-to-DVD thing called, like, uh, something about, I can't remember the actual name, something about Stewie. And you watch it, and it plays as if it's a movie. And then they it did end up splitting it up into, like, three episodes for TV, and each episode for TV just works as well, too. What are you, what are you showing us here? My Halloween costume. 
Is it complete or? It's Linda, yeah. It has oh, yellow shoes. Oh, you just can't see it. Linda, that's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Linda Belcher. Great. Yeah, I do have yeah. the glasses too. You just can't see it because it's on my phone. But like, yeah, I have like the yellow shoes, the jeans, the red glasses. I have the whole thing in the apron. Nice. There you nice. go. Yeah. And I guess the uh, the other thing I, I saw was uh, the new Predator movie, Prey, which mm-hmm. was very good. Except there, there's a little bit of like you know okay. the the girl being able to do stuff that she's a tiny girl and like like my my main thing spoilers for prey if you haven't seen it i haven't seen but, prey and i haven't seen predator so what uh, okay Wait, you haven't you haven't okay. seen well, all, all i'm gonna say <laughs> is i'm pretty sure a homemade rope tied to a homemade tomahawk isn't just going to fly back into your hand every single time. And that chick should have died within like two seconds of trying that. <laughs> that's that, that's that, that was like my main. Thing that's that. showbiz baby. But, but the movie <laughs> itself was a, one of the better, definitely one of the better. Like era. I can, I can see the argument for people saying it's like the best after the first one. I can definitely see it. Like it, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was so. it was really good. There again, there was a few things in it. Like 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 let's let's make the the French people as dirty and dirty Frenchmen as we can. It's just some of the kind of stereotypical shit. And but uh, you know, I did I did like how the only throwback, the only well, sorry, aside from the I don't want to spoil too much. Aside from the thing at the end with the the thing, thing. but but the uh, thing. the line, the only line. They kind of appropriated was if it bleeds, we can kill it, mm-hmm. and that and that and that it works. Like that's that happened, and they're like, it makes I mean, sense. It, uh, it wasn't like you know, let's we have to let's just throw it in and make let's throw it in there for the sake of whatever. Pretty it pretty sh- really well. pretty uh, pretty sure the original Predator just stole that from Robert E. Howard anyway when he wrote Conan stories because Conan was always saying shit like that too. So that's entirely possible too. But yeah, that's that's what I've seen recently, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll just throw over the Gary. All I know, the film is Bill Duke approved, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't watched it yet, but I'm Je- going to. both 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 Bill Duke and Jesse Ventura <laughs> like tweeted the star and like you did us proud or whatever, you know, great nice. fucking film shit. That that this so. was one tiny that was one thing about it where like in the original movie. I guess the Predator had more advanced weaponry a little bit, but still, like, mm-hmm. it's one a bunch of Navy SEALs who were, like, the most badass guys in the world. And in this one, it's a bunch of... Yeah, but they... they but also, also yeah. when you think about it, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't beat the Predator until he got, like, primitive. This is true. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that, that's... Yeah. It's, it's, uh, like, the, the, whole, the whole thing about... And then, like, I'm kind of spoiling like we're probably going to do like an episode on predator and prey um very soon um but like one of the whole things is that uh it's a whole sort of sub thing of like demasculation of like you know these these fucking super testosterone fucking male super dudes get the get their asses handed to them because well, the, in the beginning of the movie, they're all super like Arnold is like all super confident, and like yeah, whatever. And in the end, by the end, he's like so shaken and shook. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite though predator scene ever. Let's not talk about in, it because I want to see it. Predators. Sorry, I was going to say it's a different it. movie. Predators. The uh, the the one guy, the the samurai guy that just like does like the 
let's just do this and does the showdown thing. I love, love, love that scene. But sorry, uh, Gary. Go he ahead. I apologize. He doesn't get to he doesn't get to scream like a bitch like Sonny Landon though. Like <laughs> he went out he went out like that. But um yeah, that's great. I, I'm looking forward to watching it too. I haven't done it yet. Uh, it hit right when I went in the hospital. So that was uh um, oh, it, yeah, yeah. it was bad timing. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um I watched something new on Netflix uh, called Day Shift. Uh went in not expecting anything. Um Jamie Foxx um works for a union that kills vampires in LA and mm. there's a, there's a subplot where vampires trying to invent sunscreen to walk, walk in the sun. And that's the real low part of the movie for me, which is a real problem for the movie, but not, not really because it runs about an hour 52 hour 50 or something, but it flows well because Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco have good chemistry in this movie. And it's a real, you know, he's like the hard ass and Dave Franco is like the milk toast guy that's mm. supposed to tell on him when he does something wrong, you know, and but um great action set pieces and you know, you get CG blood, but you know, it's, it's made out of the cheap, obviously, but uh LA locations, Scott Atkins shows up kicking some ass, and so that's always mm. a good thing. Hmm. Um check it out check it out on Netflix. You'll you'll have fun with it like I did, I hope. And um it's there. I, I've heard, even, yeah, I've heard good things of that one. So yeah, I, I, I think I will hear it, it until just now. And yeah, I definitely I'm going to like. Oh, I'm opening a new tab right now and like going to have the trailer like preemptively ready to go. It's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like Netflix just dumps something and they don't like Netflix is the worst when it comes to advertising a lot of the shit that shows up on their fucking service. That's true, because like yeah. Amazon literally previews it before you watch something. Uh, Disney will kind of like show some stuff too. They'll try to show like, hey, new arrivals, like here, a little bit of an advertisement here and there. And uh, I know Crave does the same thing. Shutter does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then Netflix, with Netflix is just like it's it's always like all of a sudden. People are talking about this new show and like, what are you talking about? Where does series come from? Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't know fucking. uh, uh, What's what's that fucking show? Um, uh, uh, Russian Doll. I didn't know there was a season two. Like, it was like I, I I found it by mistake on Netflix. They dump shit. Yeah. There's a a Korean. I'm sorry. No, sorry, I was coming. No, up. there's a there's a Korean vampire show that takes place like I think in like feudal times called Kingdom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you guys haven't seen Kingdom, this is something they didn't advertise at all, and it's bloody and amazing. You know, check out. Yeah, so Russian Doll. I saw the preview for Russian Doll. I forget where I saw it. It wasn't on Netflix. I forget where I saw it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. And I had no idea when it was coming out. So, yeah, like, same thing. Like, I knew there was a season two coming out, but I had no idea when the fuck it was coming out. I just I all heard, I don't even know what like, this Russian – what is this Russian Doll show? I didn't it's, know what it is. It's a – it's a sort of – it's a funny time travel – drama thing with Natasha Leone in it and she's fucking right. awesome and she's yeah awesome. it's it's fucking great and she she's she's the fucking best she's just like this this fucking New York bitch who doesn't take shit from anyone she's got this gravelly voice and she's just kind of like drinking and smoking her way through life and then all of a sudden she finds herself in like a groundhog day time loop where she ends up dying every night on the same night and redoing the entire thing over again and, and she's got 
fucked up deaths too. Mm-hmm. And this is okay. So I'm opening another tab now. This is called Russian Doll. You say this? Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. This. Uh, I, I already I wa- was- I already watched too many shows that this this is gonna. <laughs> ruined my I, life. Right I, I thought we was watching Total Recall and Arnie was the ugly redhead lady just stealing the head off the <laughs> top. You know, two weeks. You know. <laughs> um, oh, one other thing I watched, I found it completely by accident. If you're a music fan, uh, please check this out. It's a documentary about Randy Rhodes, who was a amazing guitar player, died way too young in a, in a you know, stupid accident. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Randy Rhodes, Reflections of a Guitar Icon, uh, from this year, um, streaming on Prime in the States. Uh, wonderful. Uh, tells the story through his, his bandmates. Because he was a, he was in Quiet Riot um, in the early days for the most part. And then, ask. yeah, yeah. Joined, joined Ozzy for the first two albums until his unfortunate death in the plane crash. And, uh, um, I, I that's when music. like Zach Wilde yeah. took over. A bit, uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit after that, but still, this is like 1984, 85 when he passed away. He was like 25 years old, but uh, mm. it's real fascinating because he comes from he comes from music. His mother was a music a music teacher, you know, so he was down with classical guitar, which you hear a lot in his uh, his playing, and you know he he influenced a generation in a short amount of time, and. Um, Got late, left us too soon, and I, mm-hmm. I, again, I found it by accident. And it's very good, so check it out if you're a fan of him or just guitar playing in general. Just here, you know, give a love fest to this man who deserves it, really. You know, so many yeah. musicians fucking lost way before their time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I'll mention: I, I had a couple other things, but I'll. What? What's that? Are we skipping me? Oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> Please. Oh yeah, there's there's a lady on the show. Uh, let us speak. That's uh, okay. Uh, okay. So first, I want to say I I uh, recently discovered every time I hear a vampire movie, I always think it's funny because they always do the whole thing about not seeing the reflection. And mm-hmm. I recently discovered the reason why it started was because there was there was silver in mirrors back mm-hmm. in the day, but now there's no silver in mirrors, so they should be able to see the reflection. Right. So uh, update your shit, vampire movies. Anyways, um, the other day, I was looking for something kind of, like, goofy to watch because I got home early from work, and uh, I shouldn't say got home early from work. I went out for Ryan's birthday, wasn't feeling it, so I came home, watched a movie before I, like, crashed. So I put on um, a rom-com, which I realize now is a mistake. I should just never do it. Mm. So I decided to watch 27 Dresses. When I first watched it, I, I think I was 21 or something, 22, and now I watch it. God damn it, it's ever garbage. <laughs> it's such a shitty movie. Like, it has such a negative fucking idea. Like, the first of all, first of all, the fact that women have this idea that it's a goal in their life to get married is the most disgusting thing, like, ever. Because it should never be a goal in your life to get married. Like, to find a partner and all that kind of stuff really shouldn't be a goal in your life. I think it used, it used to be kind of like... Not, it's not so much now, but it used to be, like, pushed on girls by like their family and like oh, it, it, and, and then just like uh advertising and stuff in general but nowadays it it's, I live, nowadays I live it's not life. so bad but yeah I, I totally understand what you're saying on that one sorry go on. i'm sorry uh my I'm, I'm happy my mom was always telling me when i was younger like you're gonna find a career before you find a man like she was adamant about us going to school and doing all sorts of stuff before we ever found anybody you've got some pretty goddamn fantastic parents so that's a yeah yeah, like that was 
thing. And it's hilarious now because I'm, I'm so grateful because <laughs> the amount of people I see in relationships that should be relationships. Anyway, it's a story for another day. <clears throat> but um, first of all, the movie starts off with that. And that that's my big pet peeve. I fucking hate that shit. Like, don't make it your goal to get married. Like, then you're just kind of like settle for someone that you shouldn't be getting married with. Like, that's the reality. Like, when people say, I want to get married by 30, you're going to rush in to find a relationship with somebody that's perfect, or sorry, that's seemingly perfect for you, but realistically is terrible for you because all you want to do is push this goal or this narrative in your life, in your stories, in your own story. Don't fucking do it. Like, date until you're however old and if you never find someone to marry then fuck it then you at least you had these past relationships that you explored with and you became a different person and whatever like who cares if you ever get married like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what what's what's the plot of this movie I, i'm not even familiar with it it's a shitty movie it's a woman who's been a part of 27 uh, she was a maid of honor for 27 weddings and had 27 maid of honor dresses and uh, she's never been her own. And then her sister ends up falling in love with her love interest that she's been romantically interested in for so long. And then she ends up ruining the relationship. And then this reporter who is a fucking stalker. Mm-hmm. And then they end up being this like, oh, but we're in love. Like literally stalks her. Like he finds her book. Like she loses her notebook. And she's there. And instead of giving it back, he's like, oh, I'm going to look through it. Goes through it. And like, oh, look bridesmaid 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 oh what the fuck and then he like reads through a book puts notes in the book and like does and i'm like what are you doing this is someone's personal information you just fucking peruse for it and it's supposed to be this romantic idea then he like goes through the book because then he knows her whole fucking life and then ends up in the places where she's supposed to be and be like well i'm supposed to be writing this article and you just happen to be here like it's really gross the whole movie's beginning to end disgusting like it's you- you know it's that allowance of like if somebody persists you for so long, you should give them a chance. Yeah, if they keep nagging you and like stalking you, you should probably give them a chance. Mm-hmm. That that seems to be like nice guy. Almost almost out of all like, and I don't watch a lot of rom coms, but you know like some of the ones I've seen, almost all all the time, the dude is always he's supposed to be adorable and he's supposed to be the hero of the story when really he's. A creepy, he's a creepy fuck. Like, like it's like John Cusack in uh, what's that fucking movie from the eighties where he holds the fucking boombox over his head? Like, it's say anything, say anything. There yes, yeah. where, where it's like, it's like, no, get away, run away from John well, Cusack. Like, well, you think about like so many stories of like you know like your grandparents or whatever like like oh you know i wasn't interested in him at first but he just he was so persistent blah 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 and, I, and now it's like and it's i was like, told it's, i should give him a chance yeah it's like like um at the same time like like in in those times you know like people maybe how many more, of those more now is messed up now that's what i mean yeah like yeah divorces in their like later years well no, yeah like, i was gonna say my, my grandparents and stuff well on my mom's no, side, really they got divorced, but on my, I don't know, just, I feel like relationships, relationships used to kind of last longer, be, just because of but the, back then, the, back then there was like kind of a stigma. Yeah. If, like, if you get divorced, bad. you're kind of worthless Oops. now as a person or some weird shit. Was a Those relationships that lasted back then are now in divorce. Yeah. Like there's a huge boom of older generation uh, couples getting divorced. A like boom especially, boom. especially Catholics, because that was like a no go for yeah, so long yeah, yeah. that none of them got divorced, and now there's a massive boom because 
they're realizing they're in these miserable relationships with people that they fucking hate. And that's, uh, yeah. Like there are beautiful relationships out there. There are, there are like my parents are perfect, like romantic story. Like they're so in love. It's been over 40 years. They, uh, have the stupidest story of like meeting on a, a cruise ship where my dad was a musician. My mom was a tourist. Uh, they moved together in England. My mom had to get deported or was going to get deported. So she proposed to my dad and they got married and they had like moved to Canada, lived happily ever after with obviously flaws in the middle, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they had, this is a re- really cute romantic story. Absolutely. But it does. It's not everybody's story, and that's fine. Like, I don't care if I'm going to end up with, like, ten different partners from now until I die, and they're all different parts of my life. Like, we don't need to get married. You don't have to get married. If you want to get married, absolutely. If you find somebody and you it works, I fucking love that. But also, your one-year relationship is still just as meaningful as someone's, like, ten-year relationship. Like, you can still build that beautiful bond with somebody who has such an impact in your life. Like, I don't know. People Relationships are all just basically chopping all. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people yeah. put too much pressure on having that longevity in a relationship. Where well, they the, really focus on their happiness. On the reverse side, I don't want to give John Cusack too much credit for anything. Uh, Better Off Dead <laughs> reverses that to, to where he's the male pining for the girl that he, that he wants but shouldn't have. You know, so mm-hmm. it's done more comic booky and more like more quirky because it's Savage Steve Holland, which I, which I love anyway. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, give, I give it the better off that in that sense. You know, yeah, they, 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 they switch it up, you know. Yeah, he's, he's got a sweet trench coat, and that's about it. Uh, he does, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, one thing I'll mention uh, I watched, uh, this popped up on Shutter, so it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen this movie in like nearly 20 years. So The Puppet Masters from 1994. Holy fuck! Oh my god, you're kidding me. That's such a terrible movie. It's not that bad. It's I've terrible. never heard of it. It, 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 moves, it moves. I'll say I'll say that. Yeah. No. Like it, it's it's obviously like not a not a good version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, although like it actually like the original story predates the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers story. Mm-hmm. But but I mean the book is vastly different from what actually the movie is. But I'm uh, it's it's not. It's not terrible. Like it's. So it's, it's fun. The fucking little puppets at this. Like these people oh, are on. like giants, and they're like how tall? And they're like, let me kill you with this knife. Like you can step on them. Yeah, but the, I, th- I think the special effects are pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. The special effects are awesome. And yeah, like, like it's, a, like, it's a, a hilarious. Okay, it's it's a it's basically chopping mall. <laughs> it's. <laughs> we are all chopping mall people. Okay. I mean, no, really, it is. It is a B movie premise, and like I think the interesting thing is like it came out right around the time that the X Files was really like fucking big, and so like it's got that government agency. Fighting aliens, kind of idea going on. And, and, oh Donald, and Donald Sutherland is in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Don, Donald Sutherland. So Donald little, Sutherland, who is way too good for the movie. Little, little body stature '78 throwback for you guys. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. Which is a much so better movie than Puppet Masters, but I do enjoy Puppet Masters. Oh, well. I mean, yeah. I mean, has Donald best... Sutherland actually officially retired yet? No, I don't know. He's still acting. He's got five more Hunger Games films to make. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I I heard randomly uh, on Twitter, uh, Steve Martin is not 
planning to do anything after he's done with that murders only murders in the building whatever show he's doing good much it's it's, it's very entertaining I I, I've, I've, I've started watching the first season I'm mm-hmm. liking it and I'd say Steve Martin's gonna be like 80 soon so yeah he's he's had a, a fun career with a bunch of great movies he's he can like Anyways, he, he, he can die it's it's fine why Anyways, why that movie that movie is fucking hilarious. Like those death scenes, everything hilarious. I, yeah, I find it entertaining. I, I I like seeing Richard Belzer kill himself. Like that, that's good stuff. Oh, I like that. Not, not Bell, I'm, not a, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying it's a bad movie. Bell's it's is a good. treasure, man. He should never kill himself. Come on now. Ah, uh, he, he's such a he's such a fucking hack, though. I I love seeing I love seeing fucking D- Doug Stanhope just like roast his ass on that fucking that comedy show back in the nineties where they yeah. I love seeing the struggle with like this puppet that's like this big and a full grown adult and the fight like that's amazing. That's like. No. Oh my god! No, I mean that, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. That's why I like it so much because it is so fucking just like cheesy and stupid, and like that that flying saucer attraction that's in like bumfuck nowhere where they like lure the entire town in and like infect them with the puppet masters or whatever. You know, kind of like. Uh, By the way, you want to go inside, y'all? Come on, two dollars. Mm-hmm. You know. No, no I. I, I I, I think it's fun. I like. I, I had I fun memories too. of it, and and I really enjoyed the rewatch. Like it. No, it's not a good movie, but it's a super entertaining one. Now, have Have you seen Body Snatchers '78, Lady Lee? Yes, I have. I really okay. love. I love that movie. I thought that was As the, one of the most perfect endings ever, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh even, my god! Even, no. Even the end credits. The, the silence is everything. Mm-hmm. Because that means we fucking lost. And I love yeah, it. You know? yeah. Mother Nature is like, <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, no, I love that movie. I, I was obsessed with that movie. That was one of my tops for uh, last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah. Now, one that doesn't get a credit, in my opinion, is Abel Ferrara's Body Snatchers. Because I that like movie, that too. It moves at a pace really fast. So they don't give a fuck if you've seen those original ones. If you know what's going on, you know what's going on. It just moves, moves, moves. And I love it That'd so like much. I, I, I like that. I like that it, it features a scene where a child a pod person is thrown out of a helicopter. <laughs> it's go. pretty good. And Think he screams it. all the way down, pointing at them. It's like 15 minutes in. By the way, you're fucked. And you better mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. You know, that, that's it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know about you guys, but we're going to take a quick break and uh, we're, you know, we're going to answer this question. I guess I'm just not used to being chased around a mall in the middle of the night by killer robots. Yeah, that wasn't a question at all. No, I, I didn't plan. I'm really fucking up tonight. You know, that is my name, except for my it should be by. But yeah, you 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 fucked it up. Yeah, you fucked it up. You ruined everything. Yeah, you ruined the episode, not me. <laughs> that's, that's how it happened. You ungodly warlock. Uh, there's this show called Movie Melt, and you probably know about it. Uh, and it's once every two. I have no idea how often this is uploaded. <laughs> and it's a show where a bunch of companeros get together and. We play some fun games, trivia mainly. Uh, we talk about new releases. Uh, we have some fun games where we try and guess the title of a movie based on stuff that really probably religious people write on IMDb. 
Yeah, it takes about 20 hours to record. There's always a failure midway through. Uh, and then the highlight of the week of the, of the show is um, reviewing a movie. Usually it's kind of a interesting, lesser known cult type movie. And it's uh, quite enjoyable. It sounds good in theory, yes. I might have a listen one day. <laughs> wow. wow. You ungodly warlock. Chopping Mall, 1986, we have a trailer. Very short one. They broke into the mall for the wildest all-night party of their lives. Get that meat. But you're never alone. In the Chopping Mall. What's that? Robot Shopping mall. Where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. All trailers should be. It's just like in, okay. in and out. Okay, before we go anywhere, uh, I'm gonna say right now. The the party that they mentioned, they said like this is a party of a lifetime. I'm sorry, but six people, I don't care how much sex there is, six people at a party is not that crazy of a fucking party. Anyways, go on. I just, I just want to say I'm I'm mildly annoyed that Lee didn't share your screen right there. I, I wanted to be able to watch that trailer as you Oh, I wasn't pl- I wasn't playing a video clip. I was just Oh, I thought you oh, sorry, I then never just mind. audio. Yeah. But it's all I do, brother. Just audio. I can't. I can't do the video. That's I don't fair have enough. A, I don't have an. I don't have a video board. I have a soundboard. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let's let's settle this right now before we get into it. Okay. So we have the AKAs for this. The different titles. Oh, here we go. All right. So it's also known as Killbots. That's the most famous one. That it's also known as. That was like the first official title. They kind of like screening it in the USA, and like it did very poorly in screenings. And so it's like we got to retitle this real quick and put it back in theaters. Uh, also known as Robo's Assassinos. Also known as Shopping. Also known as Supermarket Horror and Robot. And in in this case, it's R. Period O, period B, period O, period T, period. Is the Spanish one, was that like a thing they were testing with that specific 
demographic or was that a thing? No, that, that, that would have been like, they wouldn't have tested with Spanish audiences. They just would have like, here's what it's called in Spain. Robos assassinos, you know, or whatever. Like yeah, that, that, that makes absolutely even that makes less sense than chopping mall or kill mm-hmm. But I honestly love it. Well, what, what about shopping and supermarket horror? It's not even, there's no, there's no supermarket to be fucking seen in this film. I like R O B O T. Okay. I just I just like how it's written. See that that, that one that one implies it's like just one. I don't know. Like if they had if they had robots. Well, and they're know. they're also implying that like each letter of stands, thing stands, stands for, for something else, right? So it's like no, never, yeah. really clear. They're fucking robots, and that's it. There's fucking robots. Okay. That's, That's it. fine. Uh, it's the end. Yeah, like aside from the, there is no chopping to be seen mm-hmm. at any point. I, I I think chopping mall is probably just the winner. Like like killbots. They, they, do they ever refer to the robots as killbots in the movie? No, right? No, no I don't think so. No. no, but that's like the that that picture you showed, or whatever that guy that had touched the Did one. Like he, they, they, the that's beginning? like as like the fan base cult fan base, whatever you want to call it kind of thing. They're known as the killbots, obviously. But mm-hmm. when, when they're describing yeah. them, they do not say these robots kill. So like, no, but they, they yeah, well they maybe. say like the, the robots are killing so like, or something. But they never say it. killbots. No, I don't think so. No, but they, I guess because they just say like the robots kill. That's why people probably assume killbots. Because yeah, it's it's more it's more the fan thing because I think more fans actually secretly like the killbots title, but at kill the same time. Yeah, it do, it does make sense, but at the same time, Chopping Mall has a charm to it because it kind of fits with how like shoddy the movie is in certain ways. It's just like because they're chopped, their shots are chopped. <laughs> no, it's, it's just it's, those it's, robots were basically stormtroopers. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, it, it's it's just the, it's just the fact that it doesn't fit, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so it fits. You know, like that's, like, and like yeah. just to, to jump into one of my notes here, like just the fact that like when they're driving around and stuff. They sound they sound like almost a dirt bike. They're very loud, and whenever they have to move it, click, 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 click. But apparently, they're also super, super sneaky. In oh, yeah. some instances, it's like, oh yeah, it's a slasher movie. Uh, but we'll get uh, into we'll get it into here. That. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. But uh, so this is directed by Jim Wynorski. Uh, we've covered him before on this podcast several times uh, for Not of This Earth, Busty Cops, and Screwballs, and he's done. Almost a hundred other movies, basically, um, either for th- uh, theatrical release, video, or direct to TV. Most he, he's and he's done the gamut of just about everything from like sleazy uh, softcore sex films to uh, sleazy B movies and and shitty kids movies. Like he like lately, you know, he he's done his fair share of like, oh, here's a dog at Christmas movie kind of thing or you know like here's 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 uh, a cute Loch Ness monster movie where he's makes friends with kids um what's that Gary then he goes to make uh, one of my favorite sequels of all time which he's king of the sequels okay why don't you go take a a, a movie that is kind of crap and uh mm-hmm. I really love Death Stalker 2 mm-hmm. which, which stars one of the stars of this movie um but of course my my all time favorite my, my hero of the day of every day, I got touch his legs one time while they were the, his prosthetic legs. Uh, Return of Swamp Thing, he directed, and I 
I absolutely love that movie. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, he's responsible for that. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, he, he came in under the sort of Corman school of filmmaking. Um, he, he's to this day says, you know, basically Roger Corman gave me my sort of set rules for making films, you know, and he kind of sticks to that. And now at that point, he's, he's more prolific than Roger Corman ever was as a director. Um, and maybe before he dies, he'll be more prolific than Roger Corman as a producer. Who knows? Uh, probably not, but, um, He's getting there. He, he's 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 just still actively making movies. Whether he's like chugging out eighteen fucking sex, uh, you know, like fucking softcore sex films for like direct video or whatever that all have the same sets and the same music and the same stars in them, set, except the plot is slightly different. Like, oh, here's bikini girls from outer space. Here's <laughs> bikini girls from Mars. Here's bikini girls from another planet. Like, isn't that the same thing? No, shut up. Um, the sex scenes are slightly different. Nah, they're really not. Um, but yeah, no, he he is. He's probably like the the heir to the Roger Corman crown in a certain way, uh, more than anybody else who's kind of like been under Roger Corman's uh, sort of stead. Uh, anyway, going on, we have uh, Jim Wardorski and Steve Mitchell as writers here. Steve Mitchell, uh, more of a documentary director like he he's done a bunch of like supplement documentaries for uh dvds and stuff but he is the director of king cohen which is the uh, larry cohen uh documentary which is very good um he also wrote uh, gila from uh 2008 which is the uh remake of the jayla gila monster classic uh 1950s b movie so there you go cast here we have kelly maroney as allison parks She's been in Fast Time at uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Night of the Comet is what she's most known for. Uh, Not of This Earth and Hard to Die. We have Tony O'Dell as Ferdy Measle. He was in Karate Kid 1 and 2. Uh, he, he's back in Cobra Kai, is he not? As, uh, I'm pretty sure. Maybe Gary knows. No idea. I, I have no clue, but uh, I know Tony no. O'Dell as well from Trick or Treat. Not Trick or Treat, children. Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sammy Kerr one, guys. Yeah. yeah. He's also in uh, Evils of the Night, which is like this mashup of slasher and porno kind of oh, like. It's so dumb, but so delightful. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Russell Todd as Rick Stanton. His only other big role as far as movies that people would know is like Friday the 13th Part 2. And then he mostly did soap operas. Uh, we have Carrie Emerson here, who I really like as Linda Stanton. She's in White Dog, which is a uh, great movie about a uh, black man trying to deprogram a dog that was trained to be racist. That's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth Anger, that, that would be his, or um, Sam, Sam, um, Sam Fuller. Sam Fuller, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also in Evils of the Night. Um, we have the amazing Barbara Crampton who has not aged a fucking year somehow uh, as Susie Lynn She's in Reanimator from Beyond, of course. Uh, also in Bobby du- uh, Body Double, Fraternity Vacation. Recently, one the, to note is uh, Jacob's Wife, which was pretty good. Very good. Mm. Uh, we got Nick Segal as Greg Williams. He's in Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo, and the incredibly rapey School Spirit. 
<laughs> about a go about a about a uh, college guy who dies and did decide. So oh, I'm a ghost now. I'm just going to spy on chicks in the in the uh, locker room. Oh yeah. my god! Is that just the way it goes? Oh, though, like the, the the more rapey you are, the more school spirit you have. What? I don't know. Just the the, 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 old, the old jock fucking culture and stuff back in the day in movies and stuff. We're like yeah. his, his the, 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 the most like the most high the high and like doing stuff for the school people would also end up being the most rapey. Yeah. His school spirit is ectoplasm. He's trying to get all over these coeds. So that's that's a that is that movie. So he's um, back everywhere. Mm. Uh, we got uh, John Terleski as Mike Brennan, Susie Slater as Leslie Todd, and of course we have the amazing Paul Bartel and Mary Warnoff as Paul and Mary Bland, basically just doing cameos from Eating Raul, which we are going to do soon on this podcast. Ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. Why haven't we done it yet? I don't know. What he says, the middle one looks kind of ethnic. I I, I couldn't stop laughing. Okay, you know. Yes! Oh my god! Referring to the robots. They hear the movie. They hear the movie. Oh, do you? Do you? They look like the Three Stooges. I don't know, Mary. The one in the middle has an unpleasantly ethnic quality. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to have more to. I thought that. I thought watching that scene, they were going to sneak in and like reprogram the robots or some shit. That's what I got from that. Was like they they were going to. No, but it ends up being like. Just did this come up before or after short circuit? That's the thing I need to know. This is same same era. Here, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I said, but yeah, this this movie is like, and I'm, I loved it, <coughs> but it is it is so very much the poor man's short circuit kind of thing. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> like lightning comes down, gives these things some the set, and just one of my first notes is like the first kill, the first couple kills, the two guys in the booth. These robots are the, the first one comes alive and looks around. Merp, merp. The guy just the, they're so noisy and the people are so oblivious. To these super noisy robots. That was a really funny thing to me in this movie. Well, those people are just deaf cockroaches. I wonder <laughs> if they kill cockroaches. They could probably be programmed to. That Maybe something. we could use one at the restaurant. Get rid of people we don't like. <laughs> yeah, again, right there. They seem like yeah, they're yeah. Gonna be the villains or something. And I was like, okay, I'm down. And no, just they're parked in the thing. And no, this is extended. Oh, was... This is this is early extended Corman universe where we have cameos from the characters from Eating Raul. That's what's I, going I on. I want Mary uh, Warnov. I want to watch more of her software. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you, you definitely probably get. Slightly more sexy stuff from that than you get sugar cookies in, in eating Raul. Definitely. I, that's why I picked. That's the one. That's the why I picked that fucking movie because I remember I was like looking for a bunch of movies. Uh, we found that one that weird women in jail thing. Oh yeah. We realized it was three hours long, and we're like, no, no. Yeah, and, and, and it was no. it was made in a year where Mary Warnoff is definitely not getting naked anymore. Like that was that was kind of a thing. Like yeah. she was probably pushing seventy at that point. Um. We have the amazing Dick Miller as Walter Paisley, which isn't that guy. You know, he's he's that guy, that guy, <laughs> Dick Miller. And the you know, I think we mentioned this before, but he basically, whenever he plays a role for Roger Corman or for uh, Joe Dante, he's basically for the most part playing Walter Paisley, which was his like original 
character in Bucket of Blood way back in the day. So, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, we got Garrett Graham, the amazing Garrett Graham as technician Nestler. He's in Terror Vision, but most people know him as Beef from Phantom of the Paradise, which is amazing. A couple more here we'll mention before we get into it. Uh, Angela Ames is Miss Vanders. She's just the lady who introduces the robots at the uh, beginning, but she's in a bunch of sex comedies and stuff like that early on. Like, And actually, Gary, in our other podcast, uh, Let's Call it Torchies, when we were talking about uh, the toy, and I was like, didn't that hot chick die early? I was actually thinking of Angela Ames because she actually did, unfortunately, die early. Yeah, she died at 32. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's, the one I'm, that's the one I'm mistooken for. But yeah, she was in Hots, uh, The Lost Empire, Bachelor Party. Most people probably know her from Bachelor Party because she's the the chick with the big tits who with... Uh, with a baby that uh, Tom Hanks is taking pictures of. And like, he's like, I'm going to get every fucking sexy photograph of this girl. I can, so I can make copies basically. <laughs> well, that's not creepy at all. No, it's definitely not. No, it's, it's 1980s. It's fine. We got Arthur Roberts is Mr. Todd uh, from not of this earth. And he's in all kinds of Corman stuff. Angus Scrim makes a cameo here as Dr. Carrington. He's just one of the guys who stands up and asks a question about the robots. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I was like, I honestly never until actually doing the notes for this did I realize he was in this. So it was like, yeah, oh shit! You see his back, and that's all you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Jim Wynorski himself doing the voice of the Killbots. So there you go. Um, they had a voice. <laughs> I, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was hilarious that these advanced robots had to speak to each other and announce everything like that. That was that. That just added to the uh, chef's kiss of this movie. It was good stuff. 1980s technology right there. Uh, So we have a synopsis here. Group of young shopping mall employees stay behind for late night party in one of the stores. When the mall goes on lockdown before they can get out, the robot security system malfunctions and goes on a killing spree. I will throw over to Gary first. Uh, What are your sort of general thoughts on this one, man? Um, Shopping mall... It, it is perfection in an 80s movie, in my opinion. It's 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 one I, I, I go to to the people that say, hey, you know, I'm looking for something goofy to watch from the 80s. They're like, well, have you seen Chopping Wall? It's like, well, no. Well, well there's boobs, explosions, decapitation, uh, white folks doing crazy things. You, you hope they die, and they do. Uh, robots. Um, and it's all in 76 minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is one of the strengths of this movie because it was any longer, I don't think I enjoyed it as much. And um, but this this movie, like like Carrie said, it, it how they're activated is short circuit. But these are not friendly, obviously. These are you know robots that are within a mall. Which w- what works about this movie is that these employees that are at the mall are aware of the robot's existence, or where they're going to be in the mall, uh, to the point to where, where our gum-chewing, you know, debutante who doesn't require to have moral <laughs> sex with this yellow lady, um, <laughs> he, he shows him his badge, and it's, it's, it's kind of like an Ed 209 thing, where, you know, you still have 20 seconds to comply. You know? Oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Robo, <laughs> Robocop, you fucking hack. Like, come on. Yeah. I got just a quickly carry. I'm not sure if you have like noise canceling. There is a an alarm or something I, going on. I know. I'm trying track. to talk over tonight. I can't okay, okay. I just wasn't sure if you were aware. Go ahead. You can still, you can still hear you just but, fine. It's just weird. Keep yeah, going. I'm sorry. But um, 
Yeah, it's it's the cheese is there. You know the the, the hamburger meat explosion head is there. I love every time I watch that scene. Um, and it's it's just damn enjoyable. And Barbara Crampton has crimp hair, and and in my studio, they can see you guys can't see it. Is a mm-hmm. Howard the Duck autograph picture of. Leah Thompson I, I, I was Howard. looking at that. That is autographed, yeah. This is where Jerry fell in love with crimped hair, right there. That's and glorious, <laughs> right there, dude. That, that, that's that's fantastic. That's Barbara Crap has, has crimped hair in this movie, and Jerry is in love even more than her um, leather da- leather mama outfit in From Beyond at this mm-hmm. point, just because of the crimped hair and in, in the leg in the leggings, you know, mm-hmm. just just churning me on in all kinds of ways. But I no, this second this. That. This is 76 minutes uh, of time that you'll, you'll want to spend again. So I will comment other people's stuff, but, you know, uh, go for it, man. Whoever's next. Terry. Okay. Um, more or less agreeing with Gary. Yes, the, I watched it for my first time ever, like a couple hours ago now, before this podcast began. And, yeah, it was a crap ton of fun. There's so many things that are terrible, but also so many things are just so much fun. Like, uh, in our little circle, we say like it's basically chopping mall because every single fucking trope is there. Like, anytime I'm watching, anytime during that movie that I was like seeing a little bit of maybe something, no, this is going to happen now, right? It happened. Like, it's just everything's like so predictable and stuff, but it was so fun. Um, The guy from Gremlins, his mop bucket was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Let's bring that out. That 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 um I put uh the, the dumb chick is very dumb. The one like they, they, first of all, they're in the most unbelievably striped. I used to clean ductwork for a living. Most of it isn't designed to hold three people at once. <laughs> like that that was just here and, and also super well lit. But and yeah, the, the one chick I'm leaving this duct like leaving the safety of this. To go back and just everyone just so many people died so dumbly in this movie, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was great. Like the, the air duct, just that 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 whole thing alone. Doing hood fans, knowing a bit about the way they do. There would be no air duct you could take from in the person air. No, the parking garage where the car exhaust is. That's going to have its own separate air duct. You're not going from there to there. Just yeah, just weird things I know. But um, the la- the lasers talking about the exploded head and stuff. Mm-hmm. The lasers had quite the interesting. Like I'm strong enough to blow up a head, and then oh, I'm strong enough to just wound somebody here. Though, and all all of a sudden I can cut, then I cut a hole for myself as well. Yeah, it was it's, it's it, very. It, it's, it was, it was it was stupid as hell, but so funny what I saw. Uh, I mentioned this before. Uh, was the movie sponsored by U-Haul? Like, every single <laughs> random box I saw was a U-Haul packing box. Mm-hmm. Um, the one guy that died after his girlfriend died, he jumped on that cart thing <laughs> and just drove into his death. That was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, what the one scene in the pet store? With a bunch of spiders, everything the snakes, everything real. Mm-hmm. The spiders are crawling on her, and then cut to it's over. She gets up, and uh, the spiders that were on her 
were unbelievably obviously just fake things that fell off of her under the ground. That was funny. And then I want to say, I guess, uh, the last, at the near the end, when the girl falls off into the like, uh, tent thing, she falls off into the, mm-hmm. yeah, tents that she would have been basically impaled because you land in the center of it. There's supports and stuff. And then randomly, at no point can we even understand what is wrong with her. She's crawling and then she stands up and is lipping. Like, what part of her is actually in? I, I think she fucked up her hip. <laughs> was, I don't know. It was, I it was her it was, leg. I th- like yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, she was she was limping, but I, I assume nobody like, you know, knows because it was so no, hilarious. Like, the way she was walking, it made it look like she was injured in the foot area. Yeah, but when again, like when but then she was crawling, and like if you that, it was, yeah, it's it, crawling, but it was really walked, funny. Like, okay, I'm just saying, if they directed her to say if you had hip pain, I get it, but literally, like out of all the injuries I've had, like that was foot pain, <laughs> limping. Yeah. Yeah, the paint cans do not open with just the flick of a screwdriver head. Like the, 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 oh, the no, climax it, shit. Like it flick, was much flick. easier. And, much and, easier in the eighties, Carrie. And then also, drink the And then also, many of those when she flicked them open were barely even half full. So like, what kind of paint store is like half? Full? And then the final one, the the, the but he's like. I'm alive with the extra bloody toilet yeah, paper roll. Yeah, where, he, where then, he's got then, a then, quart of blood on the toilet paper but then roll. He, yeah. And then he runs down and grabs her, and you see a, a shot from him. I'm assuming he's in the mall. He broke into a clothing store and got a new shirt because he's wearing a white <laughs> shirt, and there's zero blood on his shirt in that last. But, yeah, it was – it. There's I, I could probably watch it again and get even more stupid things to pick apart, but I, I do that. But I, at the same time, that was a fucking fun movie, man. That was mm-hmm. good time, and I, I am genuinely kind of sad that I wasn't uh, there when we when you did the screening of it months ago. Now, I, I will answer your question with a response. Okay, if you want to turn on your brain, you shouldn't have watched Shopping Mall. Okay, because there's yeah. <laughs> no, no, I get it. That, there, there's that, a lot. That, Oh, I, I get. It. There's a lot of improbability in this movie, the but fact you know, oh, yeah. running away from robots, they couldn't go up and down the stairs. No, literally, that, that, no, but they they, they had access to the elevators, and they, 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 they it, it moves <laughs> at a pace though where I just don't give a shit. It just yeah, that's keeps going. You know, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. Like I, I, again, I, my first time watching it, I'm going to watch that again for sure because it was so much just brainless, dumb fun. But me, I am just watching and that's what i do is i stuff like that jumps out to me but it's it's i still had a lot of fun with it it's a great time all right uh lady lee so this is the second watch for me Mm -hmm. first watch we watch as a group i come to realize these are one of these movies that i have to watch with a group because i cannot watch it by myself uh i'm just just too highly critical of like so many fucking flaws uh I, i remember we already had this discussion about like I just find all the whole, the the plot holes, and I can't just let it go. Like most people can just be like, let it go and pass by. Me, it's just one of those things where I'm like, what? What is going on? Why are they doing this? Um, so uh, this kind of reminds me of like the first time I watched The Room. Had I watched The Room by myself, I would have never watched it again. 
Mm-hmm. Had I watched Choppy Mall by myself, I wouldn't have watched it again. But with somebody, like with a group of people, as a, uh, a fun, like, make fun of, these are one of those movies. These are the ones that you, like, put in, you watch, you make fun of, and you, like, fucking love making fun of it. Like, the fact that the girl at the beginning got shot with the lasers, lasers I don't know how many times, and then the last shot just ha- happens to blow her head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the super girl, inconsistent like, laser powers. It, 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 yeah, and then the girl yeah. who's like running around telling her boyfriend, like, "Watch out!" While she's standing there, while the lasers are going crazy, all she had to do was like lay low. And then when the girl, the other girl, like her lead lady, was like hiding under with like the dog bag, the the bag of dog food, mm-hmm. it just makes you realize the whole fucking time this thing can't look down. Literally, <laughs> it, 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 it seemed like like the one scene where she ran by a pillar. She probably could have just hid behind the pillar of the things just would have drove by her. Like, yeah, it seemed like it would have been really easy to hide from these things. And especially since, like, the lasers were an issue, but then when the guy with a gun shot the lasers from, like, close point, was like, oh, hey, like, you never thought you could have just smashed at the first place with anything? And I don't know. It was just one of those things where the robot seems insanely smart. <laughs> pick, pick it apart. I, I love the picking apart you're doing right now. I love this shit. I love it. This is great. It was it was so much fun, but also there was so many fucking just dumb issues. This is I was just saying, like oh. there's so many plot holes you could just poke at, and th- th- that's the thing. Like that's what I do. Uh, I'm not saying I I enjoyed it, but again, I would have to watch it with a friend to kind of have that uh, bounce off of like make fun of. It's more, it is more enjoyable as like a party movie to watch with friends. Yeah, like that is Puppet Master. That's why I, I was laughing when you said Puppet Master because that's one of the movies that. Uh, there's a group of us that watch horror or Halloween movies or horror movies. Sorry, I run Halloween, and Puppet Master is one of them because we make fun of it so bad. And then we watch like The Stepfather, I believe it is. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, hold, hold on a second. Okay, when I said when I said Puppet Masters, are we thinking of the same fucking movie? Are we? Are you talking about Puppet Master, the one with the little puppets running around killing people? Yes. Uh, totally different movie. We were having totally two different conversations. Oh shit. Because I was I was talking about the invasions of the body snatchers type puppet masters with these aliens that were running around like f- attaching themselves to the back of people's necks and fucking controlling them. Oh my bad. That sounds pretty different. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody talk about get the uh, the chef in the beginning ish with the movie. The oh. absolute just most disgusting person. Like he his shirt is just absolutely covered in shit. And he not, grabs a, it, lights up a smoke. He's smoking as well, and then wipes a thing on his shirt at one point. It's not even that. It's the fucking food that they're selling at that fucking restaurant they work at. Okay, so first off, the restaurant it's full of posters of Roger Corman movies or Roger Corman produced movies at the very least. I did remember one of them at least. Uh, the one that I focused on kind of the most, I guess they'd say. Oh, damn it, uh, Galaxy of Terror. Maybe. Maybe, uh, but but anyway, <laughs> sorry. Fucking the food that's sold at that fucking restaurant. Uh, who orders a slice of pizza with a side of corn? Who does that? I didn't even notice that. If it's available, I remember thinking like working there and that guy was there. All I could think of was like, oh god. Okay, first of all, there's only two servers and one cook for a whole fucking restaurant of people. But that restaurant looked the, the size. The, that that restaurant looked like cook. the. One cook. 
Yeah, but it looked like the size of the room you're in right now. Yeah, like that's that. fine. One cook. I remember going to a restaurant where there was one cook cooking stuff for like everybody, and it took so long to get food because like in order if it all came at once, it's great because you could time it. Be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make all this stuff at the same time. But if it was all individual, and didn't right, realize- that, at the same time though, if you've got a good setup, like good lunch counter kind of setup, and a good fucking person who knows what he's doing, cooking shit. As opposed to some greasy, disgusting old man who's taking time to chat with the servers. And no, again, I've seen places where it it, it might take a bit. But still, like, if you do it right. Two for it to go, like. uh, Yeah. If you want to be smooth, yes. One is going to go slow. One is going to just just because if anything throws it off, like they need to go get something. They need to fill something up, like just accidental, like they've got everything prepped or something falls on the ground or whatever, or they're out of something like dishes because they're busy, like just normal things that happen. One person. I mean, it's no. it's just it's just shopping mall. Nothing in it makes any sense. Well, right? there, could have, there could have been you know, he could have had some kind of like dishwasher runner boy off fucking camera. Like that's entirely. Uh, the, no, the, the, the restaurant. The, the restaurant was You're the size of a. Talk. We're talking about what we saw. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, like you know, you got uh, uh, to use your imagination a little bit in this kind of situation. No. No, the, the restaurant was the size of a fucking closet, and when they went up to the counter, there was like five already finished meals sitting there waiting to be picked up. The, the size of a mall. Yeah, like that, 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 that guy was that that cook, that disgusting fucking smoky wiping. He was on point with what he was doing. He was like everything. Everything was probably cooked last night. He was just microwaving everything for like two minutes. So you're bang, 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 bang. Anyway. Anyway, Back of microwaves. Doesn't matter. Yes, that kitchen looked <laughs> disgusting. Yes, that chef uh, looked disgusting. Yes, uh, I would never want to work there as a server. Like yeah, never, ever, ever. One of like while they're doing like that that initial opening montage thing, there was a weird thing that I caught where it was like just like one of the overhead announcers kind of saying something, and there was a lost child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in lingerie. In lingerie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He ain't lost. And I, I, I love how you both knew that as well. I knew where I was going with that. That was good. I was super disappointed at the beginning. I thought that Mary and Paul were going to have more of a scene. I really mm-hmm. did. I remember when I first saw it. Okay, I, when I saw it the second time, I w- not so much I was thinking. I was, second time I watched it, I had wished they had more of a scene because their banter, like the way they talked to each other, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It had me fucking cackling. Like I was laughing so hard. From what I understand, most of it was, was ad libbed. We talked about this while we were like during intermission or whatever, right? Is what I'm assuming. Like, because yeah, like, but I, that's they, not they, what they, we talk about. We talk about it now. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm just wondering. Because yeah, but like, yeah, I, I totally agree. I assumed first time watching this movie that they were going to like sneak into the room where the robots were and like reprogram them and it was going to go wrong or some shit because they totally just the stuff they say. 100% makes it seem like they're going to be the bad guys in the movie, like behind the scenes kind of shit. Just like, you, they're not even in the movie after that. No, this 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 movie has no time for it's, like subplots and stuff like that. Like it's it's true. Uh, okay, I do have to say you made a really good point about uh, and Gary made the point about saying that it goes very quickly, like it's very high pace. And you mentioned in on Facebook today saying like it cuts the the only chopping it does is like chopping the fat. Mm-hmm. This is true. Like there's nothing in this movie that I would take out because every point of it, like whether it 
it was detrimental or not to the plot line. It was just entertaining to watch. See, that's, so, like, uh, it didn't matter what it, scene it was. The fact is, it, for someone like me who has like no attention span, it was perfect because there was consistently something that was just either hilarious, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. I want to say for whatever I, there were a couple scenes where they seemed to kind of drag on a tiny bit, but. Like not 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 anything to like really ruin my experience. Like there's I did like if like it was already the, the movie's already like what 115 minutes or something. Like it's super short. It's like literally an yeah, hour 15 it, it, minutes. It's yeah. it's it's a good time. And yeah, I get like, I would maybe like just maybe like chop off like maybe a half a second here or something off a scene or something like that. But that's just that's just me. Like I said, waste no time. Um, that this is Jim Wynorski sitting at the learning tree of Roger Corman, where it's like, you got to make this movie with this budget. You got to get it done in this amount of time. Like they made it in 22 days. They wrote the script in like 22 days. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. They made the script in like, I don't know, like 24 hours, something like that. Like they very economical. And like, that's something, you know, Wynorski has taken from like doing this movie onward in his career where all of his movies are like they're shot with within a few days, you know, a couple weeks at the most. And they fucking they're all micro budgeted and they go, they sell to whatever platform he sells them to or whatever. They make fucking money. So like that, that's the that's the Roger Corman fucking methods like. Uh, get the things that audiences want to see for the p- specific audience you're targeting. Make it really short. Make it under budget. Sell it. Make money. That's that's what this they is, do. Okay, this is what I'm going to say right now. With these kind of movies, um, they can go very hit or miss because I I watched mm-hmm. slew of fucking terrible terrible movies that I had no interest in watching. Like it it took effort to like kind of get through the whole movie. This one is very opposite to that. They have it down when it comes to a short movie that's entertaining, that's like got your boobies, got your action, got your like stupid lines, like your hilarious mm. quotes that you're going to quote forever. They have it. Like it's there. It's all there. It's it's very well done. Like I think for a movie with like a low budget, a little bit amount of time and uh, a short a runtime. I think it's fucking awesome. Like I think they do a very good job. They know what their target market is. They know how to do it and they know how to create something. Versus yeah. like a lot of others that try to replicate that and shit the bed real fucking hard because those movies like they try with a bad storyline and it's forced. It's very forced. It feels very natural. Like they just take like something and be like, "How do we make this serious? How do we do this?" But don't take it too seriously, but don't make it seem like it's forced. Like forced so I'll put this out there. So uh, what what is the best kill for everybody sort of going around? Uh, first kill. First Absolute one? first kill. Yeah. The fact that she's... Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the first kill. It wasn't the first kill. The first from the main <laughs> cast, you're saying? Yeah. With the head explosion? I did really like... Okay, I did really like the first kill where he's like, what's this garbage? And you can see that he's in a puddle of water and you saw like the whole thing happen. That's what I mean. Like there was too smart. Well, that's not, even the, that's not even the first kill because there's the two technicians die first, right? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. The one, the death one report. looking at the, the one looking at the Playboy, and then the like the clock comes to yeah, the centerfold. Yeah, that, that, that's sort of death report. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyways, no, you're right. Uh, so the third kill um, is hilarious, just because they knock the bucket down, and <laughs> uh, or the robot knocks the bucket down, and then throws it in. He's like, "What's this garbage?" And it like electrocutes him. 
hilarious. But no, the first main cast kill was probably my absolute favorite, only because she's running down, pathetically running with her arms, like, ah! and being <laughs> shot in the back, like, hit constantly. She gets like, shot, how many in times she she gets shot in the ass. She getting shot in the ass, yeah. That's how many the, times that's, does she get hit? That's actually the second main cast, though, because... She's running because she's going what? to find her boyfriend. Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, he, yeah he, he died, but he he uh, dies off. He dies off screen though. No, you yeah, think he, he, no. He gets yeah, tranquilized gets- and then it goes to kill him, but it cuts away. Basically, no. Like, no, cause, uh, you know, I, I would agree, but I disagree because I. What happens is the thing goes in and does like a clipping motion with its hand, mm-hmm. and then when she finds the body. That thing has had his throat cut, so it killed him right there. Yeah, he gets roadhoused basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, you don't really see the death scene, there's nothing to it. Mm. But he was uh, knocked out though. That's the thing, he was unconscious, and then, like, yeah, exactly. He was unconscious, but hers just how many times she gets shot at, how many times did she get hit, and then she stands there, screams as these robots are shooting, not continues running, just stops and screams, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, now the laser's just gonna blow off your head. Like, in other parts of the movie, it's like, let's put these lasers up. This one's just like, pew, 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 pew. Oh, by the way, pew! (laughs) Hey, you know know what? You know what, Lee? What happened is it, it, it was just like Turbo Kid powered up the glove. And then shot that one big blast. That's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just like the, the, I said, I mentioned that before. Just the unbelievable inconsistency in the robots' lasers' powers, kind of thing. Well, if if, if they could blow everyone's head off real quick, then the movie short movie. <laughs> That'd yeah, be yeah. yeah. Well, and um, they'd also have to hit like the end of the stormtrooper thing. Like yeah. Uh, so what about you, Carrie? Is, is that also your favorite kill? The um, no, for me, it's the uh, girl that. Uh, burns alive. You like the burn death? And just keeps screaming and screaming, even though her body is unmoving on the ground. And also how it's obviously not her body anymore. It's a stuntman in a burn suit. That was just... that was With a a towel over his head? Oh, it was so good. I didn't even see that. That's hilarious. It was was just hilarious. And like, yeah, I I feel like I feel like that comes off way better if you're like watching it on VHS in 1987 or something like that. But like now that there's like all the versions of it out there, pretty much all cleaned up, like, you know, oh, for Blu-ray or whatever that you can find online. It's like. That's a towel on a dude's head, and he's wearing way more clothes than Barbara Crampton was wearing before she got killed. That makes no sense. Just just the fact that, like, she falls down and then just keeps screaming. Mm -hmm. Even just even that in this movie, the amount of times where it's like, yeah, it's it's coming. Ah, ah, and just just keep on screaming and screaming and screaming. It's like, oh, did you, you realize that's really not gonna help you, right? Like, it, children, just, if you're watching uh, this movie, that is not how you make a Molotov cocktail, okay? No, <laughs> yeah, that was all. <laughs> you, you'll find <laughs> bottles inside the mall somewhere. This is the 1980s where you sent glass bottles was, for soda. That was okay? so good. <laughs> yeah. Even in the first one, where they, they think they've killed it, and like, it's like. Mm-hmm. And finally, oh my God, you're so quiet. Oh, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that, like the the one guy who like what was it? I can't remember the actual scene, but he's like he's doing something, and you see like from the killbot's perspective, it poking around the corner and looking at him, and then oh yeah, and going back, 
and and you're, and you're like, uh, we we've seen scenes with these things moving around. They're not even remotely quiet at all. But this guy's like, oh, yeah. what? The, the, the what? POV what? shot, it might as well be Jason Voorhees. Like, <laughs> it was uh, so good. Yeah. Uh, but but what about you, Gary? What What's your favorite? Uh... 100% Leslie head explosion. Uh, <laughs> it's it's edited phenomenally well. I mean, if you watch other Wynorski films and, and Lee, uh, Lady Lee, some of them are good. Some of them are awful. Mm-hmm. But in a Wynorski film, the bouncing boobs are everything. Oh, my God. So mm-hmm. you, you get that in this movie. The thing shoots her in the ass. I guess it has different levels to this laser. And I don't care because it showcases <laughs> the girls. But I know which mm-hmm. movie I'm watching. I know which perverted old man made such movie. So I mm-hmm. expect some bouncing boobs in a girl's ass in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So when she gets shot in the ass with the laser and their panties don't catch on fire. I just can't stop laughing. And then her head explodes. And if I learn anything from my uncle Lloyd Kaufman, what you do to get a good head explosion is you fill the melon with, with hamburger meat and, and, and red dye. And then you, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's how you create the head explosion. But it was edited flawlessly that, that one scene. Yeah. Sure. When, when, when you pause it, like you can actually see there, like there was teeth in that head that they exploded. Mm-hmm. The, uh. the, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't slow it down. I, I. I do agree. I think that was very well done. Like for me, the other one was just so much more hilarious to me. That's my favorite. But uh, it, that that one was very well done for sure. Lee, mm-hmm. what was your favorite? You know, it's actually a, it's actually a toss up between the fucking head explosion and the dumbass who rides the golf cart into the kill bot and kill it. <laughs> and kills himself. That's definitely one of my tops as well. That mm-hmm. was that was the you most know, you funny maybe overall. You, you couldn't like stay alive because she's I, dead. I I mean death, but. I mean Carrie Emerson's pretty fucking hot. Like she's honestly my favorite female in the movie, and she you know just dies of like a real dumb death where she gets shot in the stomach or whatever. But yeah, I was, she I was just laid down like yeah. She wasn't shooting at any ankle. Like I, I I expected like with the very first time I watched this movie back in the day, I fully expected her to be like maybe one of the final girls too. yeah i thought so because especially at the beginning when she's like third try it's my turn now like she was just handy and she's like yeah this is she's because she's the tomboy you can like handle herself like you know there's nerd characters in it and yeah one of them's a virgin who dresses like your mother at the tupperware party or whatever but fucking you know nerd characters die in slasher movies and like i immediately recognize recognize when i was watching this, okay this is basically a slasher movie just without knives yeah i fully expected fucking she was going to survive i was like oh and she's like she looks really good in that skimpy underwear she was wearing and can we take a minute and laugh at the fact that how many people shot like they were shooting at these gas tanks mm-hmm. how many people were shooting at them could not shoot it and the girl's like give me the gun and she shoots she's like i was like my dad was a marine I'm like okay hold on the first time i ever shot a gun the target that I had, it took me a couple shots and I figured out real quickly how to shoot like close to the target. And with a shotgun from the distance that girl was, there's so much of fucking spray. Oh, yeah. That you easily hit a fucking target with a shotgun. Like it's mm-hmm. really easy to get a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I just used to maybe think I have to buy, I have to say, I am super glad that that girl lived to go on and marry Red. And become Kitty Foreman, <laughs> give birth, and make that '70s show and stuff. Because yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> she uh, she is she like they they dress her down to like basically look like oh here's my here's my aunt Rhonda yeah who's uh, yeah. I want to say a really quick comment about the boobs when the mm-hmm. girls like. 
hurry up, you could come back to these. It yeah. just made me giggle because I was like, okay, hold on. He gets these all the time. He fucks you all the time. And then you're trying to entice him with your boobs again. Like, there's, you know, there's a vengeful part where it's just like, okay, uh, I understand you want to. Well, the, the, the whole thing was we, we hadn't seen those yet. And they'd like, obviously, and she uh, she was being all covered up and everything. I was like, why? She, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, hey, hey make sure you come back. But it just made me laugh how they, did, they always talked about how they much they fucked. And again, yeah. the whole party where they're <laughs> the party of a lifetime. And there's mm. only six people there, and like the chick up. when she fixes the vehicle, like the, like she's like trying to start it third times the charm. So this guy's tried it three times, whatever, and he can't do it. And she literally grabs this tiny little fucking screwdriver, flat, flathead screwdriver, and mm. goes. Or something like that. Sometimes and you gotta hit that you, ground. That's it. It works just fine, you know. I know. I just thought whatever it was, that was kind of hilarious. It's, like, it's just, it's just a lesson in life that the woman knows where to put it, and uh-huh. you should listen to her. <laughs> uh, that, that's, listen to I don't know. Yeah, I only got like one more question here. Basically, so would would technically when they're fucking in the furniture store, since they're all they all have no problem fucking near near each other and hearing their friends fuck each other, you know, kind of thing. Is that technically an orgy? If you no. know if they're not partner swapping, no. yeah, yeah. It is not an orgy. It was just a group sex. Like people had sex in the same room, but there was no swapping. There was no like exploring. An orgy is when you get to fuck multiple partners in different there ways. And it's that's what, I thought. That's well, what same, I thought. At the same time, if the robots hadn't showed up and ruined everyone's day, who knows how? Maybe. Far gone with well, I mean, they could have ended up as an orgy, but I could have ended up as an orgy is still not an orgy. Well, to yep. be fair, Carrie, some of them achieved orgasms. I'm not sure if all of them mm-hmm. did or some were faking it, you know, but... um. Yeah, but the night was still young. They oh, my God. The fact she was getting a whirl and she's like, I don't want this. Yeah. Go fuck like, yourself, no, She didn't girl. say yeah, that. She said, I, the, I don't allow that. Yeah, that's... I don't give a fuck. Like she, she's got him on a tight leash, but... Like again, we discussed maybe it had to do with him chewing so much gum. Like it's uh, yeah. I don't give uh, a fuck. I don't give a fuck. He should have. He should have went with that the big whole idea. Chew. This whole gets this whole idea that women don't like oral. I've heard it a couple times. No, women love oral. So fuck off. No, women hate hate oral from men who are bad at it. There's a difference. Yeah, that's okay, uh, that is true. So I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was funny the uh, the scene where they go into the fucking sportswear store, or whatever, and just. Guns are just there mm-hmm. to just grab the guns off the, the no, not locked up, no nothing. Just grab well, the guns. It is the states. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, and, and the, even I want to say Canada back then was probably a lot more lax with like having because like, oh yeah, you know, way back then there weren't nearly as many extra random well there's... psychopathic mass murder well when us could take that from from dawn of the dead you know because mm-hmm. there was there yeah. is no gun store there never has been a gun store in the Monroeville mall but they made yeah. one for the movie you know yeah yeah anything else to say about it before we get into the like um, trivia and stuff or? Do when, one when the elevator really fell it made a funny sound i remember that i do with one really quick thing i thought it was when they were trying to like save their lives first of all you realize guns did fuck all mm-hmm. um and when they're no, trying I'm- to do lives and get into like that garage thing, and uh, the guys like lifting with one hand are like, "Oh, we can't get this!" Like, put your gun on the ground and help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's one thing. Another thing, when they were making the Molotov cocktails and literally did nothing with them except murder that girl, that's another thing. <laughs> fucking they, they just put a rag in a gas can. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. No. 
I love how she sounded like such an expert too, but like, yeah, literally didn't use them. Just used it to kill that fucking girl. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But she was getting really whiny anyway, so it's fine. You know. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, but, she was the worst. She was the worst. Yeah. Okay, let's go save our lives. They can go save their lives. Like literally, it's like a lick. Oh, this is a question I have for you guys. So this is like a group question. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting because uh, you see this in a lot of slasher films. There's a situation where literally someone that you're with, you may have banged or been beside while they bang, um, just dies all of a sudden. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel like you would react in this kind of situation? Because, like, at the end, the the end couple was all in smiles and happy and like going to move on with life and do something. Just think, if you were the last person to survive, or you were in the process of being like that, how would you react to that? How would you react to someone, uh, your partner, your friend, your somebody, just dying and you having trying to survive? You jump up and click your heels together. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, as as far as the main guy goes, uh, Ferdy or whatever his fucking name is, the nerd nerd, nerd guy, like he he didn't like any of those other dudes. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sure he didn't give a shit either way. Because okay, they... well, so that's you because you hate everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm teasing, but yeah, no. Realistically, really, if you guys were in a situation, a slasher movie type situation, where you were in a situation where people around you. Who are close to you were dying because usually like the reaction there's no sadness it's just very quick other than the one guy who like literally was like why did you let her die it depends uh, how close you are to the person because some well, of these guys were obvious lovers uh, allison and um kelly maroney's character and and um uh susie uh, robert krebs character were obviously good friends you know so it depends who they were to you i'd imagine because yeah. the, the, besides, yeah. you know, go. I'm sorry. sorry. No, no, keep going. Yeah, I'll cut you off. Yeah, besides the couples and, and those two friends, you know, if these are just like random strangers, yeah, I wouldn't. Still, I, like, I, I, I would feel you... something for them, of course, but not like if it was like my best friend or something like that, you know. Well, well, well what I'm saying is like, like, even if it was your best friend, in this situation where these fucking robots are coming to kick your ass and murder you, it's like you don't really. I, I I don't have any experience with this. But I I'm assuming it's, 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 it's like this in <laughs> war and stuff where like you're fighting, oh my god, your buddy just died. But like if you take the moment to grieve for him, you might die too. So it's like still, adrenaline and stuff. So like I have no I have no these idea people, how I would react at all, to be honest. I have no these idea. These are like people at the end, they were like all smiles and whatever after everything ended. The, the, yeah, the way it ended afterwards. being all happy, that was kind of weird. You'd think maybe they'd be like, Oh uh, well they, they, I, they say they'd be happy you're alive. So we they're happy for if maybe when the movie ends, that's when the happiness wears off. And they're like, Oh my god, our friends were so No, sad. they're 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 gonna be happy after me because they're finally gonna not gonna be virgins anymore. They're like, Oh boy, all of our all of our shitty friends are dead. Now we can fuck. Prince's life is not oh, yeah. just, okay. Um, so they, now they're just the worst people ever. Okay. Yeah, like I was thinking about that. Like, and I was that was one of the things I was thinking of. Like, how would someone feel, especially in survival mode? Um, would you have that moment of like grief where you would have to like step aside and be like, hold on a second. I need to like regain my thoughts. So I can well, survive. Or would you be like a total fucking disaster or yeah. I feel like that would very much depend on the person and, and, and the situation. Like this is 
it's just question. really hard to like hypothesize with all the variables and stuff. It is, like, but it's just one thing that I we see like a lot of I, news about, and we always. I have no idea. I would well, like to. I would like different. to think that I would be like, you know, sorry, you're dead. Got to prioritize the life of me and anybody else might be alive. But bye. But at the same time, I am not good with death. So I might, I might be the one to break down and be like, oh, God, no. And then, oh, I'm going to die now, too. Yay. But this, I don't know. This ending gives you, hey, baby, I survived this impossible head injury. You want to touch above the clothes now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, here's, the, here's the big thing. So the movie is 76 minutes long, whatever, right? 86? There, no, it's, 86. It's, le- it's, it's less than 86. It was quite short. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 116. Yeah, yeah, my bad. So that's, that's seventy. That's seventy-six mo- minutes. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Math war. Um, but but here, so here's the thing. Uh, in a regular movie, it's probably about ninety minutes. So you're missing like almost twenty minutes of character development and scenes to breathe and stuff. Like this movie has no scenes to breathe. So like in a regular slasher movie or something like that, you know, if they were paying attention to shit, which they, uh, they don't do a lot in slasher movies to be fair, but you could have had those scenes where characters are traumatized and they, there's a scene of them like trying to work through this and shit. Instead, it jumps from beat to beat to beat. So you don't really get time for that in between shit. Like, again, it takes all the fat off the fucking script. So, yeah. like, who cares about feelings in Chopping Mall? Let's get to the ki- let's get to the killing. Like, that's, I that's was what just they curious. Do. OK, it's it was a down. curiosity question. No, I was just curiosity question. It was a curiosity no, question uh, because we've all watched slasher movies. And it's just something that came to my mind while I was watching the movie. I'm well, sorry, Lee. In, in general, in, in, our, in, a, in a real situation, yes, I would be horrified most likely if if people I know and love died right next to me. If you were macheted in the face, I would definitely be moved by that in a very negative way. Are you happy? At the same time, but, 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 but how would it affect you if there was somebody, if, that, if the person that had macheted that person was now coming for you, like, would you break be, down and, or would you be like, oh my god, I need to run, I'm sorry. Well, I'd like, to, I'd like to, I'd like to think I could wrench the machete out of Lee's skull and then kill the person who just split her head open. But well, no, he 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 wouldn't have left it in there for you. That's I don't know. Like, come on. I just Google this. It. It that's an hour and thirty five minutes. That uh, seems wrong. Yeah, that that's wrong. Yeah, that that that's that's not right yeah, at all. I know it said an hour and six. There, there I is. Watched it today. It was it was ve- I, when I watched it. Hour and sixteen. I was like, I was I couldn't recall what time this. The whole thing really started, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I got to, I got to make sure I watch this before we fucking do it." And and, but yeah, I, and I opened on F movies, whatever, and I watched it. I was like, "Holy shit, this is really short." Yeah, there there is but, an alternate TV cut with like some added scenes that are like for padding or whatever, but they're not present in pretty much any version you can find. Anymore, but like, so. uh, you've seen it though. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, but it, but I, it, it I would, does I would exist. Because would that be what you're talking about? Or that that that's the slot? That's the I, it takes I, a no, moment for a bit no. of something. You no, think it's like more uh, action. IMDb lists like the deleted footage, what it is, and yeah. it's basically just padding of, I guess, like overhead shots of the mall or some shit, and then like some more talk about some bullshit between characters. But it like it, it has nothing to do with. Oh, I'm traumatized that my friend just got her head blown off or whatever. Like it's yeah. none of that. So, yeah. It was just a question. Yeah, no, <laughs> calm, calm, calm down, machete face. It's fine. Um, 
Danny Trejo over. Yeah. So the budget for this was uh, estimated to be around $800,000. Box office, apparently it did okay. It actually didn't do super well compared to some of the Corman stuff around this time. They don't have an official number, but uh, Jim Wynarski said, yeah, we made money off it basically, but you know, not, not a big return or anything like that, but we, we didn't, you know, we didn't go into the fucking red with it. So that's kind of where it sits. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a high budget for some reason. It's it is kind of high at that point for a Corman thing, but like this is also so. Here's the thing: it was um, Roger Corman's wife was actually the official producer on this because she had a deal with Vestron Video. So it feels like you know Roger's like, sure, I'll let my wife have you know a bit more money to put into this to make her movie, you know, kind of thing. And you know, it, it still made a return, so. Uh, Corman was happy with it and everyone was happy with it apparently even though you know they were like if it does really good we're going to make a sequel but it didn't do that good that they could make a sequel so um, yeah I can't even imagine where they go with a sequel like you, you just <laughs> do another you just do another shopping mall yeah but I'm just like, having to like the, the company like look look at this massive failure well at the beginning like, too like when they're introduced in robot stuff they're like it's foolproof and all these, like, again, the tropes, mm-hmm. like, no, what, what could go wrong? Nothing can go wrong and all this stupid shit. And then it, oh, it was, it was such a fun, stupid, great, dumb movie. I liked it a lot. It's just like Westworld, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. where nothing can go wrong. Delos. You know, I just love white, watching white folks die, I guess. Yeah, but <laughs> Westworld has that in spades. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this was shot in the Sherman Oaks uh, Galleria, which is a real mall in Sherman Oaks. Uh, it's also Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Commando, uh, notably, were also shot there. Or at least had scenes there. So Robert Short Productions of Marina Del Rey, California, was hired to produce the robots in the film. As I said, five were built. Only two were functional, actually, apparently. Okay, out of the three that they had as the featured robots. Um, and those were, you know, remote controlled. The rest were just like, Hey, we're going to move it with hidden wires and shit. And, uh, these were all constructed out of, uh, wheelchair, wheelchair frames, pieces of conveyor belts and plastic children's toys for the arms. Nice. And like, like when you look at the close-ups, you can kind of go like, yeah, that's a plastic arm. There's no way they could kill anybody with that, but you know, it's, the, it's the, the arm setup was just a very weird thing in general on those mm. robots. It was, it was funny. I like the design of them. The I, I, came up every time. They're like, mm. I like, I, I like it. Like it, it's click, very, click, click, click. a very cool design. I like, so at one point, Allison and Ferdy watch attack of the crab monsters. That's a Roger Corman movie. And he often, like it often happens. And I, I think there's probably not a Roger Corman film that's been made that doesn't <laughs> showcase one of his old movies on TV somewhere. Um, Mike references the day the earth stood still uh, when the robot asks his name and he replies, uh, Klaatu, Barada, Niktu. And of course, that's also big and evil dead as well. And wow, that, that dog is. <laughs> it's my cat. I'm sorry. That's she's your being, cat? She's being ridiculous. What the fuck? A um, couple joke names on some of the stores here. There's Peckinpah's Sporting Goods. Of course, reference to Sam Peckinpah, who made all kinds of shoot 'em up action films back in the day. And then we have um, Roger's Little Shop of Pets, which uh, reference to Little Shop of Horrors. And of course, that's our the original one was a Roger Corman uh, movie. 
And uh, apparently there's a similar TV movie uh, from 1973 called Trapped, starring James Rowland. Uh, go mention fucking uh, Westworld. Um, with, do- with dogs, I think. Yeah, with dogs instead of robots, basically. And then uh, Jim Wynorski says, I never saw that movie. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, which is I'm on the I'm more on the like, yeah, you're probably bullshitting us, Jim, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, that's shopping yeah. mall, shopping mall, everything. That's shopping mall. Yeah. Shopping in the mall. Yeah. Uh, There's no so, shopping at all. Mm. So not sure Tax what we're not sorry. sure what we're doing next time. Uh, it's either going to be eating Raul or it's going to be Predator. What well, one or the other? Daniel gets back to me. What's that? Depends on Daniel. Yeah, yeah, it depends on Daniel basically at this point. Um, I would love to come back for Predator. You can come back for Predator. Anybody can come back for Predator. It's fun. Um, so, Carrie, thanks for being on the show. Hey, uh, you thank any- you for having me. It's been a great. Yeah, time. you you got a channel where you 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 drink too much and uh, talk about it and walk and bike too much and talk. Yeah, about I, it. I do uh, some weird things on it. It's uh, Red Beard on the YouTube. Spell Beard B E E R D because I like the beer. It's good time. Yeah, uh, we'll link it in the show notes. So you check it out if you if you if you want to see him hike around the woods of his uh, hometown and like. With my uh, adorable dog, wait, baby, he might growl right now for you. Give me a second. Can we do it? There you go. Come on, do it. There he goes. There he goes. Wow, there you go. <laughs> oh, damn. Who's a good boy? Good boy. <laughs> He's the best little boy. Yeah. Uh, Gary, uh, always a pleasure to have you on, sir. And uh, plug your stuff. Been a while, so I had a release. Um, stuff going on. I, I can't explain these things um, with, without an hour show or something. Look for our, all of our stuff on the Butcher Shop, on, on your podcatcher, Cinematic Podcast, two Dream Commentaries, the other stuff, including the one I did with Lee, Last Call of Torchies, the show we do about um, Walter Hill films, the mm-hmm. other, other show, Burning for Springwood, which is a, a podcast we do about Freddy's Nightmares, a TV show. And Whatever else there is, you, you'll find on there. I think me and Iris could do something sleazy this week by ourselves. Just oh, to, wow. Get her, just to get a review out there. Uh, did, did you tell her wife about that? Sure, definitely. Okay. Um, She's joining. A, a Brit Eklund <laughs> film that um, X brought up called What the Peeper Saw, which is... It, it's, oh, yeah. It's outrageous. It's a, mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, that's it for me, really. I have to go to work literally right now, so okay. I'm out. So. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thank you, Gary. Have That's a good one, Nice, nice meeting you, my friend. Cheers. Nice Cheers. meeting you, my friend. All right, Lady Lee. You can find me at Mighty Tiny All Star on Instagram, where I will post or hopefully post all the new episodes that are available to watch on our podcast. Awesome. And of course, you can find us at tmbdos.podbean.com, where you can find all of our stuff. And yeah, you go to the Facebook group, you can request movies and stuff like that. And, you know, talk with us and leave comments and all that cool shit. And um, there's nothing more to say other than thank you guys. Thank you all for listening. And thank you. Have a nice day.
listening to TMB DOS. They must be destroyed on site. For further episodes of this podcast, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. We're also on Apple Podcasts and pretty much any podcatcher that you can find. Thank you. Drive through.